From everyday boredom, do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. One side of it's made with wing prizes, laughing out loud, high-five eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, white paper scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Kevin Cerrito here reminding you that nobody talks wrestling on the radio like me and my tag team partner, Dustin Starr, every Saturday at 11 a.m. on Sports 56. Don't believe me? Ask WWE Hall of Famer, Handsome Jimmy Valiant. From Memphis, baby. Oh, mercy. Booga, booga, man. Feel good. Hey, baby, I want to tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare. Miss Fox 56 W A B Q Radio with Dustin Starr and your truly Kevin Rocco. Live from Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah on this day after 420. Johnny Radio is all hanging out at the studio. I am very confused on how he's even on his feet this morning, but Johnny Radio is here. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. CJ's off on his honeymoon. Max Vincent uh, hanging out with us, uh, filling in for CJ this morning. Thank you, Max. Good morning to you. Good morning to everyone listening. Coming up on the program today, of course, at 11, we will talk professional wrestling as we do every week uh, here on the program during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Today, uh, we will recap the Superstar Shakeup, and we will preview the greatest royal rumble it's a very fun wrestling event happening on friday but also very controversial fun in the way that it's going to kind of be like march madness for wrestling fans because it's going to be happening in the middle of the workday on friday as they go live from saudi arabia so we'll talk about that and we will talk about the superstar shakeup wwe talk today during the wrestling hour coming up at 11 a.m also holly whitfield is going to join us live from the hot wing festival which is going on right now and uh, we're talking about this article on CNN. I don't know if you saw this, but CNN has named Memphis the number one place to visit in the month of May. So we're going to break that down uh, a little bit later on in this hour. Uh, usually we, we uh, start the show talking to Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. He is off. His wife had a baby. Uh, he'll be back with us sometime in May before uh, the draft lottery. So we'll talk Grizz. But not much Grizz news happening, and we're and we're lucky enough to have – uh, a great fill-in in that time. Her name is Jessica Benson, from, uh, and she is your sports reporter and anchor over there at Local 24, and she joins us now. You were my sun, you were my earth, 
Good morning, Jessica. Are you there? Oh, I'm so sorry. I had it on mute as I was just jamming to Jessica. <laughs> uh, the only reason I come on is so I can start my morning with JT's Cry Me a River. So thank you. Bless right. up. Good. Well, that's that's good to know. That is yep. good to know. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for filling in for life while he's out on paternity leave uh, uh, this month. So uh, we're going to try to do the same thing we did last week. Last week, there was so much sports news here in, in the Mid-South. So we uh, tried to figure out what exactly we would remember from last week. So let's try to do that again this week and talk about what we will remember from the uh, sports universe in Memphis over the past seven days. What will you remember uh, from this week, Jessica? Well, it is a little bit of a of a calm after <laughs> after last week, but I will remember that going forward, anytime this was the week that proved when Penny Hardaway talks, this entire city will listen to every single thing he says and so excitedly do it and latch on to everything and just the Penny Hardaway mania continues. We had uh, he had his first press conference since uh, the day he was hired, his introductory remarks, and there was more, honestly, there was more media at that press conference than there had been at any basketball press conference since I have been in Memphis for the past two years. There were like 20 plus people, and he just gave a great press conference. He said everything that you would want to hear from a basketball coach bringing optimism back to a program, bringing excitement back to a program. And I swear, if I if I tweet about Penny Hardaway, the numbers are infinitely better than anything else I talk about. So I'm just going to exclusively change my game to talking about Penny Hardaway, I guess, because that's what everybody wants to know. Yeah, I mean, he he's a, he's a star. So let's – so. I, I, at the same way, I'm trying to figure out what am I going to remember from from the sports uh, in Memphis this week, and it really is it is that press conference. I was not there, so you were there. Yeah, and, yes, you, yes. and you said there was more media. So how many people? This is like twenty to thirty people there I with tried, cameras. Yeah, I tried to do a rough head count. There were, I would say, twenty plus between twenty and thirty. Uh, there were like five official cameras, all of the TV stations were there except one um and then a bunch of people had you know their phone cameras on tripods so they meant serious business because you don't bust out the phone <laughs> tripod for nothing um and yeah and we were all all crowded in the room and and it was it was exciting it felt like a real energized press conference when the basketball season is months and months away but he also uh, Penny also got back on Twitter that night, so that was that was big too. I think down the road we'll remember this monumental moment of Penny Hardaway returning to to Twitter. He's been very active on Instagram, so now you, now you got both. Well, yes, he should. He's got to be on there if he's going to be a coach. He's going to have to be yeah. on on Twitter. But what was the purpose of the press conference? Why was it being called? It was just like, hey, I want to talk to the so media. Yeah, it was kind of just an, an update on, you know, he put together his first recruiting class and to to talk on that, you know, he put together a top 30 recruiting class in like three weeks. So lots to talk about there with all of all of his commits for class of 2018, what he's still looking for. Uh, he did say that 
you know, he's still interested in adding maybe one more player to that mix. And then looking ahead to 2019, he gave updates on his staff situation, finally put the put the squash on Larry Brown rumors, saying you know, it's time to move on from that probably and that they have to move on from that. He still has one assistant coach position to fill. He clarified that uh, former Timberwolves and Rockers coach Sam Mitchell is in that mix. I believe Sam Mitchell will be that, that final assistant coach position filled, and that should probably happen relatively soon. And then he just he talked about you know with with Mike Miller and what the two of them can do together as as their personas going into kids' living rooms and saying hey we're Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller like we did it you can do it too and I think that's that's the biggest thing that we've seen is you know just by being Penny Hardaway and Mike Miller in the recruiting aspect of things it's opening the doors to kids that that were never even going to look at Memphis and these kids might not come to Memphis and, and that Penny was really honest. Too. He, he admitted he lost two kids to Kentucky. When's the last time you heard a college basketball coach admit that, you know, they lost out on some kids that they really wanted. Usually it's, it's total coach speak. And I got the class I wanted. We got everyone we wanted. And he was honest here. You built a top 30 recruiting class and you know, some got away. So the general, purpose I would say was to talk about that recruiting class and to and to kind of touch on each of the the five guys that he has committed for 2018 and he's now off on the the recruiting trail or not the recruiting trail but the evaluation period for college basketball one of their two periods is this weekend and he's down in Dallas at Nike's Elite Youth Basketball League and he's watching the recruits and kind of just continuing to move forward and he just the biggest thing is his expectations for this program are, are just as high as the city's, which is, I think, refreshing for Memphis after what's, you know, happened, not just the last two years, but kind of the last, within the last decade of going from the expectations for this basketball team to be so high and the hype around it to be so high to kind of just fizzling out and, and you, you just hope they win somewhere. I mean, Penny Hardaway's already dropping words like national championship and, and they might not go to the national championship but they might sure not <laughs> they can <laughs> and he sure is gonna he's gonna say that that they can and he's comparing you know we want to play like Villanova oh well Villanova just won the national championship so I don't think there's any uh secret to why you're you're comparing what you want to do to that team so he was yeah he was just super super dynamic uh, from a TV person perspective, I am so grateful. He gives great sound bites for television, <laughs> and that is something that I really look forward to because he's just he's very engaging. And when he talks, I mean, everyone really listens, and everyone just keeps talking about it. I had people coming up to me yesterday night saying, "Oh, did you hear? Did you hear Penny's press conference?" I'm like, yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you did too. I mean, just people who aren't in the business generally don't follow press conferences. Right. Especially, especially, yeah, if it's not off season. Right. Like if it's not a new coach or a new player yeah. press conference, like who talks about press conferences unless exactly. they're inter- introducing somebody new. 
Um, so, so it was pretty much the, the idea was, was the, the, the sin of the union address, I guess, from Penny. Want to let folks know what's going on. Uh, and I guess him trying to avoid criticism that Tubby got and try to also avoid uh, what were some concerns that people had about him, that he wasn't going to talk as much, that he wasn't into the uh, public role of the job as much as, as uh, other people who have had it in the past. Because there was what you need to be to be the Memphis coach. You need to be in front of the microphone often. So, so really this is just him really doing what he's supposed to do, which right. is just talk to the media. Right. And and that goes with what he's been doing on, on social media, too, and in, in opening up kind of the behind the scenes element. He'll post these little selfie videos giving an update like, oh, I'm headed to Dallas for this event or I'm here in the office. And, and I think Memphis fans are just craving that at this point. Like they just they want to know what's going on and they want to be involved. And it's not that they've been totally shut out. Like we had press conferences the last couple years but but not necessarily regularly or for occasions just to talk about the recruiting class and maybe they didn't have the same recruiting class to talk about so there's there's that reason you're coming together and doing it now but I think it's a really good sign that he is being this open so early and it does nothing but help because at this point I mean people just want to talk Tigers basketball and people just want to hear the voice of Penny tell them it's going to be okay. It's going to be good. Right. I mean, and, and Penny and Penny's a celebrity. So, and we live in this reality show culture, which I, we both of us actually pretty much really embrace and enjoy getting that behind the scenes yes. from, from some celebrity. So, uh, it's great that he's, he's embracing so far so good. So, but you mentioned he's got like expectations are pretty high, uh, for this program. And you said maybe as high as I, it seemed like expectations were lowered over the past, uh, couple of years. So they've really done a, a complete reversal from being at the bottom of, of expectation. Like, hey, maybe we'll make the NIT or he can get these guys and, and, and maybe make the tournament to uh, he's talking national championship and that is it. Yeah, and and that's the the biggest thing that's just such a difference because the city really has done a 180. And unless you're living here, I truly don't think that you can understand <laughs> the difference of the overall mood and attitude towards Tigers basketball two months ago versus where it is today, because it just, it completely uh, switch flipped and everyone's excited and everyone's already talking about Memphis madness, which Penny did say they're, they're going to go big and they're going to do really big things. And they'll kind of start leaking stuff as we get closer to it. And you want to know what Nike's doing, especially for Memphis, and what what gear are fan, is fans going to be able to pick up that's exclusive for the Memphis Tigers from Nike? And you just didn't have that, <laughs> and so now it's like every component that goes into the Tigers basketball program is operating at the speed of light right now, and everyone just wants to get in on everything. And I mean. We haven't played a game. So, yes, there is there is a reality that comes when the season starts and you have to start talking basketball and performance. Not yet. Yeah, not but, yet. <laughs> but not, yeah, exactly. But not yet because th- there's no reason. So you might as well jump full speed ahead on on the hype train while it's happening and, and appreciate it for what it is because right now everything is going just about as right as it could go. 
in terms of the kids you have committed. I mean, I had no expectation for his class at 2018 to be as good as it is. And I mean, it's not perfect, but I mean, I, I would have never guessed that Tyler Harris and Alex Lomax were going to play together for the Memphis Tigers next year. That's just exciting. And then that brings the local component to it too. And you have two local kids and everyone wants to support Memphis made talent. So Right now, everything's going going well. So you might as well have a press conference to celebrate and to and to get the conversation continuing around all of that. All right, we're talking with Jessica Benson from Local 24. You can watch her every night tell you about what's been happening in the world of sports on Channel 24. You can follow her on Twitter at Local24Jessica. So we're trying to remember what uh, what we will remember from this past week here in the, in the uh, world of sports in Memphis. Very slow sports week. Not much going on. Of course, the Grizzlies not in the playoffs. And so really the focus has been all about a Penny Hardaway press conference. I don't know what we would be talking about I know. If, if he did not have this press conference. That's, I'm so grateful for it. It's filled so much content for me in the last few days. And even this weekend, I will still be pulling bites out of that press conference. I mean, there's not been much else happening. There's been Redbirds games being played in cold weather. There's been. Yeah, it was so cold. <laughs> oh, man. But, not based on weather. So from, from what we one thing you, you mentioned we learned from Penny's press conference, Larry Brown not coming in. That is something we're going yeah. to we're going to remember. I think it's not necessarily from this week, but we're going to have this idea, this remembering of Larry Brown not being uh, we're always going to remember he did not get hired, but he could have been hired that Penny wanted him yeah. to be hired and who stopped him. And this and this may still be a mystery that we try to unravel uh, for years to come and may come back to bite Tom Bowen. Um, and who knows? Maybe Larry Brown will come back in the conversation. Um, I was going to say, just because, just because Larry Brown has, has exited the stage right for this <laughs> specific time period, it would really not surprise me if we continue to hear his name. Because P- Penny did, obviously. I mean, he made it clear that he wanted Larry Brown on his staff. So now you come back, and, and this is kind of the first thing that maybe he wanted that he didn't get. So how big of a deal does that become down the line? And I know that a lot of people in the city really got behind the hiring of Larry Brown, too. So then you have the disappointed fans who are upset that Larry Brown is not on the staff. So, well, this conversation is probably far from far from over over, I would say. I mean, he's such a big name. There's no other coach like him out there with that resume that he has. So, yeah, it's somewhat baffling why he's not on the staff. Um and it's baffling that he wanted to come, really, to be honest, uh, and oh, be an assistant. Oh, yeah. That just shows where he's at in his his 77-year life. And, and, you know, they did reportedly offer him that consultant job, and, and he did not want to be a consultant. And that's understandable because he wants to be an assistant coach, and he thinks that what will be really interesting is if you, if you can find anywhere in this next, you know, short period of time that hires Larry Brown because then it'll show that someone was willing to do it. So, right, cuz he could be a head coach again. Right. And minus all the minus all the problems he brings. He coaching was heck yeah, he could be a head coach. And I think in the in the if you're in that assistant role, I think there's there's less problems. You have you have less control to So I I think it would have worked out fine. I would have I think it would have worked out and would have helped out. In a lot of different ways. We're talking with Jessica Benson from Local 24. So the last thing we uh, – the big thing I took away from the press conference 
was the the continuing story of this John Calipari, Penny, yeah. Har- Penny Hardaway, is Memphis going to play Kentucky or not uh, storyline that apparently way back when Penny was coaching high school basketball, you know, not too long ago, that uh, Cal promised him if he ever became a head coach that Memphis – uh, the, or wherever Penny was was coaching would get a home and home with Kentucky, wherever it was. Not, of course, Cal thinking it would ever happen, I guess, or <laughs> that it would be at Memphis because a home and home with Kentucky and Memphis uh, basketball uh, would be totally bananas. It would be bonkers. The it, it would. Um, you think this is crazy, Jessica? That would just be. Um, it to happen so bad just for the circus element of it. I, it would be. It would be insane. But then, so here we go. Surprise, surprise. Apparently, Penny tells us in this press conference that Cal's kind of backing off of this, um, spinning things around like John Calipari does. And it's now <laughs> more more so he's interested in a neutral site game. Yes. he. Uh, that's the, the latest Penny Hardaway said was a neutral site, which sounds a little bit more Calipari. maybe realistic in Calipari, in, in Calipari's world. Because Cal uh, wants to, when he was here, he wanted to play everybody on neutral site. Like he didn't want yeah. to play. He, he didn't want to play anybody's. Everything yeah. needed to be playing Nashville. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just I love this like little instant rivalry because Cal is still such a interesting figure in Memphis, and there are people who have very very strong feelings about him, as I have learned since I moved here. And when he was here with Kentucky for the. Uh, the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight last year. Whew, that's that's a really nice way for me to learn how people <laughs> in the city feel about Coach Cal. Um, but the best part about the Cal-Penny dynamic, too, is, is it's an immediate recruiting battle for James Wiseman, the number one kid in the class of 2019, played for Penny Hardaway at East, has been heavily recruited by Kentucky for a long time, has been heavily favored to go to Kentucky for a long time, and suddenly now it's a a recruiting battle between Kentucky and Memphis, which, again, when you talk about the 180 turn this program's taken in the last month, and it has just been a month, uh, that kind of symbolizes everything. But so now you're going to have, in his first you know, real recruiting class going to 2019. His first big thing is a is a fight for a kid with Coach Cal, and I just think that's hysterical. <laughs> and the the timing is perfect, and the kind of destiny of it all. No, you're right. Like it, it's a lot of fun to watch. It is such. Um... And we talk about the celebrity, the a big part of the fun of this Penny Hardaway thing is the celebrity aspect. Like he's hiring Mike Miller as, you know, uh, he's got celebrity assistant coaches on his staff. Yeah. He's a celebrity. He's hiring a celebrity. But the, and he's got this unique relationship with John Calipari. And it's kind of, they, they were obviously friends and they're still acting like they're friends right now. And you're going to watch this thing uh, just slowly evolve and maybe their friendship d- dissolve, right? Um, over the next couple of years because it's going to continue to get more intense. This is very early on in this, but they're still acting like they like each other right now because they probably do kind of still like each other. But the question is, will they still like each other this time next year? Uh, will be a whole different scenario. So hopefully they can agree on this basketball game soon. And so eventually, whether it's on a neutral side or not, we can get this Memphis versus Kentucky and you have this added element of this um, what was once a friendship and whatever it will be by the time that basketball game takes place. And you talk about, you know, earlier we were talking about the the notion of reality TV and just reality wanting to 
get the behind the scenes and the experience. Oh my gosh. If you mic'd up Penny Hardaway and John Calipari for a, <laughs> put it at a neutral site. I don't care. Uh, Memphis, Kentucky basketball game that I don't care where you are in the country. That's not just a Memphis show. That's, that's something that would get, first of all, Memphis back in the national mindset completely. But that would just be entertaining. I mean, that's just college basketball at its finest. You know, rivalry, former coach, new coach. Let's put James Wiseman, let's put him on Memphis. I don't think he necessarily goes to Memphis, but for fun in this scenario. Let's put him on Memphis. And you have Coach Cal who would have to coach against this kid that he lost to Penny Hardaway when everyone thought he would go to Kentucky. That would just be fantastic. I mean, talk about entertaining. There's just so many scenarios that can play out over the next, you know, few years, however soon this could get started, where the Memphis-Kentucky thing could become a really fun thing to watch. Well, I mean, it already is, right? It's already right now yeah. today. So it can continue to the, 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 the dynamic up. between Penny and, and, and Calipari and their quote unquote friendship uh, will will be uh, fun. To, it's fun to me to try to figure out where it's going because Penny's already, you know, Cal's already backing off his word. Maybe uh, they can be frenemies. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I think I think it's. I mean, that's a good way to <laughs> pr- predict it uh, for sure. So we're talking with Jessica Benson. Looking back at the past week, pretty much the only thing that happened this week was a Penny Hardaway uh, press conference in the world of Memphis sports. But we do like to to also talk about uh, stuff we'll remember from this week that's outside of the world of sports, outside the sports universe. What, uh, Jessica, will you remember this week from outside of the sports world? Well, my biggest thing, and it's so sad because I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but Scandal is over. And I've invested so much time into Shonda Rhimes and Scandal over the last decade of my life, and it's now just gone. The show ended? I didn't know yeah, Scandal was over. Oh, no. Yeah, Scandal's final episode was the last Thursday, and it's, it's just sitting there in my DVR. Like, oh, you haven't watched it? No, I got I had to work and and ended up not being able to watch it last night. And so, yeah, so I'm very behind on it. But I will, I will remember how sad that is. That's really the first, one of the first shows I've watched in real time, the whole time, since, like, Desperate Housewives, which is really embarrassing. Um is but, that finale yeah. still on your DVR as well, or did you watch it? No, no, that one, that one's long gone. <laughs> that that one was watched on, I think, the actual day. I think my mom and I had a a desperate housewives ending party. Um, so yeah, so I will remember scandal, and then I'll remember. Uh, I don't know. Did you see Kanye West tweet storm over the last couple of days? I, yeah, what is going on with that? I've I've seen it, but I hadn't been able to really take a deep dive and try to figure out what is he doing. You should really take a deep dive. I, I, I've taken a deep dive, and I still am not entirely sure what he's doing. But <laughs> He's doing <laughs> something. He's doing something, and there is a lot. He's A new album is coming out, I think, June 1st, and he's like writing a book in real time via Twitter and just on whatever he wants to talk about. And But honestly, I woke up like, and I was reading through his timeline, and I think he put me into a mid-20s life crisis because suddenly he had me thinking about all this stuff that I would not have been thinking about had it not been for Kanye West going on a Twitter, yeah, just, I, you can't even call it a rant. It's it's very formulated and um, just kind of all over the place, but there's some really good stuff in there. So take a deep dive. All right, I will I will do that later on today. So, so. Uh, a couple things I remember from this week. 
Um, that line at Hattie B's, I think, is is, is fascinating. Oh my God. Yes, it goes it goes on that list of historic uh, long lines for openings. We always have them. I mean, we just love new restaurants in this town, and Hattie B's is open. I've yet to go. Have you been in Nashville? I have not been in Nashville. Okay, it, it almost killed me. <laughs> it's it, so hot. The hot is hot. Well, I will be getting a medium the second time around. So you have not been to the Memphis location yet. What are you, Hattie, Hattie B's or Gus's? Hattie B's or Gus's? Where are you? I'm Team Gus's. I, I really am. I'm Gus's all the way, and I do think yeah. it's frustrating that Gus's. I as a midtowner, I'm Gus's needs to open up a midtown location. They need to protect their territory. Memphis is their territory. Hattie B's is opening up in Midtown, but there's not a Gus's there. So I'm going to be more inclined to go to Hattie B's out of convenience <laughs> if it's good. Gus's needs to open up a location, Overton Square, I think, or Cooper Young. Cooper Young got a great spot just opening it up with Strano, but that's my uh, mini campaign rant there. So I'll remember that line. I'll also remember uh, the uh, the mayor, the the mayor of this this great city, uh, played trivia with me the other night. He came and played oh. trivia, and uh, his team won. Mayor Strickland's team okay. won at trivia. So you're Wait, not the, what, what you're not is- the Jessica. You're not the only celebrity that comes out to my trivia nights. I don't win. I, I, I <laughs> third. So what <laughs> Wait, was there? Was there a category or was it yeah. straight trivia? No, it was a topic. I was gonna see if you can guess it. What do you think the mayor of Memphis's <laughs> uh, area of expertise is? You're telling me it's not '90s boy band. It's not. Ah, shoot. It's not. Um, uh, which is going to be a topic coming up later this summer that I expect you to be there. I'm going to have to. What? I just thought you also have Disney parks, which I will also be at. But back to uh, the mayor. Give me, is there a hint? I'll go ahead and tell you the Disney parks trivia does have an Orlando slant to it. Just I know you're a California girl. Oh, that's okay. I'm both. I, okay. I, All right. I don't there will be questions about the other ones, but the Disney parks trivia is coming up. And since we're we're you know in the part of the country of uh, yeah of, of, of the Disney Magic World. Kingdom, I actually don't tell my West Coast friends. I prefer Disney World, but. That's, I mean, it I makes keep, sense. But there's, just, there's more to do. There's just uh, more parks. All right. What was the TV show? It was a TV show topic for the mayor. So a specific TV show? Yeah, specific show, yeah. Kill more girls. <laughs> <laughs> Friends. No, no it, w- it, was, uh, it was Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Oh. oh that, that makes sense, right? That makes sense. So, uh, so I'll, definitely, I'll definitely remember that. I haven't had the... I haven't had a, a sitting mayor come play trivia. That's pretty cool. That's, that's, before. You should put that on. You should get like a seal. Like the mayor plays my trivia. And he won. So he's undefeated right now. Yeah, he, he might not come back. You yeah. want to keep that undefeated record alive. But one more thing I remember from this week. It was actually from yesterday. I watched this documentary. I watched something on True TV. This is why I will remember this. I watched something on True TV that was not an NCAA basketball game. Wow. Have you ever Were done you that? Were to watch this? because of something you saw during an NCAA basketball game? Or did uh, you just no. go to your TV? No, I, I saw this. I don't know where I saw this, but this is it's a documentary about The Simpsons. Have you seen this? No. It's called The Problem with Apu, uh, where, where they look at um, Apu. Uh, you know, obviously, the, the, the character who works at the, yeah. the Quickie Mark. A very interesting documentary. Highly recommend it. Uh, okay. But it was on True TV. On and, True and I'm watching this. I'm like, this is good. This is good content. And why is it on True TV? What is happening? But anyway, so I watched True TV this week. I will not forget that because somebody next time somebody this in March of next year where they're like, who watches True TV? I'll be like, I'll watch this documentary about the Simpsons. I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did. I watched 
True TV. Wow, that's impressive. I think you're the first person <laughs> I know who has watched something on True TV other than a basketball game. So congrats. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's. Um, yeah, I, I still don't know what to think about it, but um, <laughs> it was good. It was good. I recommend it. The problem with Apu is the name of the documentary. Right. Jessica, thanks so much for joining us. Hopefully, we have some sports stuff happen this week. If not, we need yes. to uh, make sure somebody calls a press conference next Friday. I was so be say, maybe Penny Hardaway can like go to Hattie B's and we can. Oh wow, that will just that would be amazing. Get judgment on the chicken. Perfect. All right, <laughs> Jessica. Thanks for joining us. We'll be watching tonight on Channel Twenty Four. Good deal. Have a good one, you guys. All right, that is Jessica Benson from Local Twenty Four. Uh, give her a tune in uh, tonight. She's a sports anchor reporter over there. So uh, you can follow her, of course, on Twitter at Local24Jessica. She's filling in for life while he is um, hanging out with his newborn baby. When we come back, we're going to go live to Hot Wing Festival. It's going on now at Tiger Lane. Holly Whitfield, who joins us every month on the show, she's going to join us. We're going to talk about this story uh, from CNN, and we're going to get a live report from the uh, Hot Wing Fest parade going on. They, apparently, they have a parade. So we'll find out about that. You are listening to Street Alive here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. The Tigers, the Grizzlies, the SEC. We are real sports talk. I love it. I love it. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.